You know that song? Beautiful, yes, I do, yes. Only you, dear podcast listener, could see the robotic movements that are going with this. First ever single I ever bought in my life, that was. And the dance came with it? The, da- the dance is just something I've been working on oh, over brilliant. the past years. It's so good, so good. The B-side of that song, by the way, the B-side of the single was a thing called Shootout, and it yeah. was incidental music from the Beverly Hill Cops movie. Harold Fortemeyer. Yes. He had a kit. What they call a guitar that's half keyboard, half... Kitar. A kitar. Yeah. I remember him on Top of the Pops, dry ice everywhere, doing a Crockett's theme, Jan Hammer. Yeah. Oh, no, it's Jan Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I never really thought about this. Harold Faltermeyer and Jan Hammer. Different people. Different people, but yeah. both doing the same guitar, kind of Icelandic y foreign. Never saw them in the same room. No, you never did. No. You never did. Oh my God. There you go. Um, hmm. It's an interesting one today. Once again, the show got sidetracked very, very, very easily. Very easily. Do you think, you know, um, sometimes when you watch a horse race, uh-huh. some horses nervy. So they get the old blinkers on. They skitter and jitter because what they don't want—they don't want them to be nervous about seeing other horses overtake them. Do you reckon we'd do a better show if we wore visors? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so good <laughs> to not get distracted by scrambled egg or heated into indoor dryers. Well, like you mean, like stay on target. Just talk about the thing we agreed about visors. Yes. What about that? Be be good, wouldn't if it? If there was such a thing. What would they look like? What are you thinking in terms of the trade? I'm thinking it'll look a little bit like a deer stalker. Oh, right, okay. But with, with like, a funnel visor that comes out in front of it. I was thinking more like welding, but then again, you can't see anything, which that's just a bit weird. Yeah. I'd, I think the deer stalker... I love a deer stalker. I love a deer stalker, but you can't wear them out and about these days. Don't see many wearing them these days, either. Sherlock Holmes and, um... What's his face? Old, Harold, uh... Harold Faltermeyer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, what's his face? John McCrick. Oh, yeah. 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 Never see him in the same room either. No, exactly. No. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Hard by on Hometime, living for the weekend, a day early. It's, uh, it's Thursday no, night. People, we, people might be going out tonight. People might be out, out tonight, Richie. It's the new Friday, isn't it? It is the new Friday. <laughs> it certainly is. Thursday night's home time. Sandy Bush and Richie Firth here on Home Time. Uh, something's kind of changed today. Something has changed. We we alluded to this at the start of the show. It's suddenly got unbelievably loads colder. If winter hadn't arrived up until this point, it's kind of kicked down the door in an Arnie Schwarzenegger style. Way. Oh so yeah, it's here. Yeah. It's it's properly yeah. here today. Uh, so we need a bit of audience participation to start the show. This is a bit of an experiment. We don't know how this is going to go. Although to be fair, the past two songs have told us it might be going in a certain direction. <laughs> Just finish this sentence. It's so cold today that dot, dot, dot. Maybe you've changed your behaviour. Maybe you've activated some form of protocol. Tricky has said, so cold today that I enforced the BCP, the Big Coke Protocol. protocol. There I did you go. that yesterday. Uh, Clive says, I keyed the car with my nipples. A little taster of just <laughs> one way those are going. Mary says, it was so cold today that I wonder what the postman had been do- taking. He was still in shorts. I think every neighbourhood has a postman yeah. who refuses to wear trousers. Alex saying, so cold today that I cursed myself for not having brought an ice scraper or de- the icer sat warming up in the car for 20 minutes before I could head to work. 
Failure to plan is planning to fail. <laughs> Alex, this means that for the... Well, I do this once a year. Oh, once no. a year, I, I roll... No, don't... Oh, no, this Here is... Here it is. This, <laughs> this is a great hack that I have been thanked for by a lot of people, and I've been trotting this out now for ten years, and it is fantastic. So this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity now for you to hear this little thing. I only give this hack out... Once a year. One gift. And this is what you do. Here we go. You get in your car, you get your sun visors, you turn them down 45 degrees to the windscreen, you turn on your warm blower, put it on maximum, air conditioning if you've got a posh car, then that hot air will go up over the windscreen, it'll hit the visor, goes back down Down again. again. Rather than over the back of the car, goes back down your windscreen. It's all defrosted half the time. It's a game changer, folks. There's no doubt about it. And there's no need to thank me. Don't worry, I'm not. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Needs to feel like a party today. It is so cold today that you need to complete that sentence, please. 8, 12, 15. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. What percentage, looking at our Facebook page right now, is muck and filth that we can't read out? <laughs> I'd say, uh, honestly, about 85%. Genuinely, please don't do this. We worried that you might do. Just, you know, <laughs> I had higher aspirations for you. Don't let us down. We're not angry, we're just disappointed. Uh, Matt says, I had to use my indoor heated Lakeland washing dryer instead of my Brabantia rotary. Is indoor heated what? His indoor heated Lakeland washing dryer. A tumble dryer. He's trying to fancy it up a little bit. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Yeah. I, don't, you know, I don't know anyone that's got a tumble dryer. You've I've got, got a tumble, a tumble dry- dryer. Really? Yes. I've never owned a tumble dryer in my entire life. You've never owned a tumble dryer? Never in my entire life. The only person I know in my entire family who's ever owned a tumble dryer was my granddad in Western Supermare. And we were just abs- It was like a mythological creature, this thing. <laughs> Not my granddad, the tumble dryer in the uh, utility room. It's so cold today that I wanted beef stew and mashed sweet at 6.45 this morning. Do it, it's fine. <laughs> it's the weather for it. Uh, Natalie says, I had to increase the central heating, put the big duvet on and get my woolly hat and thick gloves out. Uh, complete the sentence, it's so cold today that... 8.12.15, pulp next. Home time with Bush and Richie. Get the best deals for Christmas with our Black Friday event. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Common people will play that for you if you're having microchips for your tea. Oh, my goodness. Maybe having wagon wheels for a dessert, own brand cola, any of those things, that song's for you. What a feast. What a feast that is. Finish this sentence, by the way. It's so cold today that... Dot, dot, dot. How has your behaviour changed? Jules says I put two quilts on after finishing the night shift this morning. It's so cold today uh, that I had to use my Costco card to clean off my car window. I just refer you back about 15 minutes ago. You wouldn't have to do that if you used my system. Life hack. And you're not doing it again. That was one-off, one <laughs> That was it, yeah. And Wait I love, next year. My favourite one in so far is, hi, it's Nick from Bexley Heath. It's so cold today, my sensitive teeth hurt. <laughs> He's uh, high maintenance. Now, just going back five minutes ago, we, we had that text in about so cold today, I had to use my indoor heated Lakeland washing dryer instead of my Brabantia rotary. Tumble dryer then, right? It's not a tumble dryer. We've had another text in from the same person saying, it's not a tumble dryer, it's a heated rack. Now, this piqued my interest, so I've been googling. This is an incredible device. I had no (laughs) idea existed. (laughs) A heated rack. I wish I'd invented it myself. 
It's on the Lakeland website. It is a <laughs> it's a, a deluxe three-tier heated aerer. So you know you get the old aerers that you might put up in the lounge when you know there's nobody coming over and you're right. sort of like drying your smalls. And that. Let's have a little look over here. Welcome round to my PC, yeah. That is amazing. Isn't that incredible? So it's an aerer, but it's heated. It looks like uh, an extensive spice rack you'd get in a hotel's kitchen. Yeah. But, it, but not that. All the pipes have got warmth in them and they've got clothes hanging on them. And if, like me, you get an unhealthy kick out of having a smart meter, it promises that it's less than six pence an hour to run. This is amazing. <laughs> I, I want that for Christmas. What price point is it coming in at? Because obviously I've I've said this before, I said this earlier on, I've never, we've never been able to afford uh, an actual tumble dryer. That's just like throwing money away, isn't it? £135. Put me down for one. <laughs> Put me down for one. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. This is home time on a Thursday night. You're listening to Absolute Radio, Andy Bush and Richie first. Listen, look, we'll, we'll hold our hands up. This is probably the most easily distracted radio show <laughs> on the airway right now. Uh, every day we come on air at four o'clock, we try to do a radio show, yep. but we get distracted quickly. Some days it might be scrambled eggs. Today, it's three-tier heated errors. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Obsessed. We can't stop Googling it. We can't it. get away from it. Uh, we've found this. You guys are now telling us about a bloke called Doug Thorpe just tweeted us uh, a picture of his. It's mad, isn't it? 21 metres of drying space. The weird thing is, right, I, I, I feel like I know what most gadgets are. I've, I've never heard of this Never gadget. heard of this before no. in my life. Another thing as well, uh, of all the people that work at this radio station, I would say Daisy, the producer of Frank Skinner's show on Absolute Radio on Saturday mornings, is one of the cool. She's one of the coolest people She's I know. Cool, yeah. She's very, very cool. She's always into the latest music and all that kind of stuff. Uh, she would be the last person I'd expect to have a heated clothes rack in her house. And she's just tweeted a photo of her clothes rack, <laughs> bold as brass, proud as punch. We've got her on the phone now. Hello, Daisy. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> Daisy, Daisy, no, I Hello. can't believe you've got a heated clothes rack. Why? They're amazing. You need to get on it, Andy Bush. I guess the thing is, these things are so amazing. People like Daisy and uh, uh, Doug, who's tweeted the speech as well. <laughs> Doug. If you've got one, you don't want to be shy about it. No, absolutely. No. I have to say, a life hack for you guys. Get right. one. Yeah. You put a sheet over it, and then it acts like an airing cupboard. Oh, oh, Daisy. Yeah. Who got you into this, Daisy? Because obviously Richie and I feel like we've just been uh, ushered into the inner sanctum about this. Who got you in <laughs> to the era? I can't era? remember. I, th- I can't remember. I think my sister, maybe, because she lives in a very cold part of Scotland. Okay. And it kind of acts like a bit of a heater as well. But oh. it's very good for, I have to be honest, kids' clothes. That's the thing I use it most for. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Now, yes. Yes, uh, uniforms. I, I do need to ask, as a smart meter aficionado, it promises <laughs> mm-hmm. less than six pence an hour to run. Is that true? 100% true. Wow. wow. Right, okay. We're getting it. We are <laughs> yeah. literally getting it. Put a long record on at the end. Let's get the cells to Argos. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's amazing. And does it fold up at the end? Because we were just looking at your photos. Does it fold and go somewhere? I'm, when I fold it up, I'm going to send you a picture of how discreet it is in my house. It's, it says here, eight yeah. centimetres deep when folded. I mean, I don't know exactly. Get but... your order out when you fold it up. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, eight centimetres deep when folded sounds like a meatloaf album. <laughs> right. Daisy, lovely to speak to you. And speaking lovely. of Daisy, uh, take care, have a good night. Get folding that rack and send us a photo. Daisy, of course, the producer of the Frank Skinner Show. And we've just released the last few production holds for our big comedy night at the London Palladium on Sunday. Uh, they're basically great seats in the stalls and the Royal Circle uh, that were kind of reserved for producers and stuff like that. But now you can get them by buying a seat. You'll be helping to raise money for Stand Up to Cancer 
an incredible charity. Going to be a great night. You'll get to see Frank Skinner, Rob Beckett, John Richardson, Chris Ramsey, Joe Caulfield, Nish Kumar, loads more. You can buy them right now, but be quick. Go directly to the London Palladium website for this one and get yours and then drop us a text. Let us know you're going. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hello, if you're listening in your car or whatever, or you want those people on the train home or the bus home or whatever, uh, and speaking of which, I know we have a lot of people who commute whilst listening to this show. My friend Jeff commutes to and from London for work. Uh, and every night on the way home on his train, he was telling me this the other night, uh, he FaceTimes his two little lads to say goodnight because they're getting put in bed or whatever. They're only like one and three or whatever. Yeah. It's both little boys. Uh, and he does this every single evening. And he told me that the a guy was sat next to him when he was doing it and they ended up striking up a conversation about the fact that, you know, they both missed bedtime because they're getting back late on the train. And they've ended up becoming actual friends. So my mate Jeff has got a train mate. That's brilliant. A stranger who he wouldn't have known normally, but because of the nature of the fact they're kind of thrown together on this commute and they kind of recognise each other, they've struck up this friendship and they now go running together and everything. Oh, hang on, right. So this is a friendship that has now moved away from the train. This, this gone is, beyond this is, the train. This is not just a case of talking to someone that you see regularly on the train. This, no. is, this is away from the train. It's, isn't that amazing, though? That's I, incredible. I love that. It's so weird and it's so alien for me because I, I do feel like a real Grinch sometimes. I do everything I can to avoid having to speak to anyone when I get on the train. <laughs> the idea of having to sit next to someone who's, ch- who's chatty yeah. is just the absolute hell as far as I'm concerned. That's incredible. And I would love, I, you know, I love these stories of people who have kind of made friends with someone on public transport for whatever reason yeah. and then it, that kind of friendship has, I don't know, carried on because of the fact that they are commuting together. We talked about this on uh, on Twitter and um, this, this here from Katie, my husband Daniel even gave a lift to four of his friends that he met on the train wow. when the train was up the creek. This is it though, right? He's letting them into his car. He doesn't really <laughs> know. No, you don't know them. You don't know them. No. <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Have you ever made uh, friends with someone, a stranger that you've met via the commute? Very cautious about this. Very cautious about this. I like it. So look, I accept it can work, and Will in Telford has just texted saying, Rich, Bush, I met my now wife and partner of 15 years wow. on the bus. There you go, a chance encounter like strangers in the night. So this this obviously is something that could really work. It's work for Will. Um over the summer, yeah. before we started our... Uh, started? Before we started <laughs> our... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what show I want. we do, yeah. Northern there. Uh, before we started our hometown show together, when yeah. I was coming in for my uh, my little show on Absolute 80s, it was uh, on at 10 in the morning. Uh, so I used to catch the 6.30 train in every day. Only time in my life, really, where I've had a regular train to commute in to work on. Okay. So it was always a 6.30 train. Same people every day. You recognise them in the carriage. No idea who they are we never spoke to any of them but what happened was a couple of weeks ago i was uh, catching the tube and i saw this lady that was on that 6 30 train i saw one of your regular commuter faces one of the old regular commuter faces was never a friend because obviously no one ever spoke to anyone but because i'm more awake and it's a different time of the day and i saw this person i just went hey like that <laughs> put my hand up, i was like it's um and within seconds of the hand going up i realized this is an awful idea where do you convers- go from there? this conversation is going going nowhere. It can't go anywhere. Yeah. I was desperately trying to find reverse gears. Like, hey, you, 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 you're, you're the... the... You're, used to be on the... I don't catch that... Tra- 
Bye. See, the worst thing is oh, as well, awful. if she doesn't say anything back to you or whatever, she thinks you've just been watching her. Yes, she doesn't know who no, you it's are. Just, it was, it was terrible. I mean, thankfully, I think she did recognise me, but it's awful, awful situation. So you want to strike a note of caution to these people? I'm cautionary, yes. My friend Jeff has ended up going running with a guy that he now he met via just a train journey. But yeah. you're saying, just just watch out, just a I red urge flag. urge caution, yeah. Urge caution. You heard it here first. Christmas shopping. Join us for our Black Friday event for the best deals. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. This is a podcast extra. Something a little bit extra and spicy for you podcast listeners right now. We didn't have time for this during the show, but this is our boss Paul telling us what he gets up to with the people he's met on his commute. Well, everyone gets the same train in the morning, and so... We all like to sit in the same places, so I always sit on the same seat on the same train five days a week, and everyone else has kind of started to sit around me. And so then there was this group discussion that we should have a Christmas party on the 6.42 to London, Victoria. So everyone had a role of what they had to bring, and we had a Christmas party on our table at half past six on the way into work. Wow. wow. Anything wow. alcoholic at that time of the morning? No, it was coffee, it was mince pies, it was bacon rolls and crackers. <laughs> that sounds really miserable. So that's taking it to but the people... next level, though, isn't it? That really is taking it to the next level. One thing, getting to know people on the train or maybe being friends or maybe meeting afterwards, but all getting together. Do you all sit next to each other on purpose now as well? Safe seats? But everyone surely has their train, their, their train seat that they always sit in and then they get really angry if somebody else is sat in their train seat. And so now somebody kind of holds them, so we're, wow. we're all sat together. That is unbelievable. Is there any other time of the year when um, you guys actually do stuff? Oh, good God, no. I mean, I borderline accept it on Christmas, but no, no, no other time. So you're not doing Easter eggs for each other? I can barely speak at that time of the day. (laughs) (laughs) One other thing, Paul, if you were to bump into one of these people around London or outside of the commute, would you be as friendly to them, or does this only work on the train? I don't know their actual names. (laughs) I think I know their names. (laughs) I have... I have descriptors for them, so I couldn't introduce them to anybody because I kind of... It's Horse Lady One is one of them. Horse Lady One? Yes, because she, she, she's got a horse. Oh, OK, good. <laughs> right, phew. OK. That was a podcast extra. Home time on Absolute Radio. And knees up on the way home on Thursday night. 5.26 right now. Have you made friends with a stranger you've met on the commute? John Ferguson says no because I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> That's think, not the way to look at it. I think John is very much in my camp. I'm still urging caution on this, particularly after I crashed and burned in that very awkward exchange. I feel bad for you. Like you, you so got so bad. excited about the fact that you saw someone you recognised on your commute. You went up to speak to them <laughs> outside of the train environment, but they might have not have known who you were at all. No, no, no. They did. They, I, I swear they did recognise me. How do you know? How do then, you know? But with, with seconds of the words tumbling out of my mouth, I realised <laughs> this is an awful idea. But it works for some. Dawn is hanging on to speak to us. Dawn, uh, train friends, this is a good thing for you. Tell us what's happened. Yeah, so um, I used to get the same train every day and stand in the same place on the platform. Um, and one day the train was running late and we're all bemoaning the state of the, the railways. And I ended up standing next to you and chatting to a couple on the train. Um, didn't think much of it, got off the train, went to work. The next day, of course, they're still standing there in the same place, catching the same train. And we just started chatting again because we chatted the day before and got on OK. Um, anyway, 
we gradually became friends and went out for drinks and went out for dinner and such like. And they were a couple who were from New Zealand, a Kiwi couple. And um, over a couple of years, we were friends. Then they, they decided they'd move back to New Zealand. And they said, you know, but don't worry, we're getting married in a year's time and you can come over and see us then. And at the time, I kind of laughed it off thinking, no way, they're never going to invite me. I'm just someone they know from the train. But they did. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, we just, and we decided to go. Thought, you know, what a wonderful opportunity. We were being invited to a wedding in New Zealand. It's a country I've always wanted to go to. So why not use it as an excuse for a holiday and go to their wedding? Dawn, it's a lovely story. 80% of the audience thinking, well, there's going to be three of us in this relationship for just a little while, then. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what an amazing thing to go over to New, to New Zealand and everything as well. And you're still friends with them? Are you like pen pals, all that kind of thing? vaguely email in touch but they've been living there for about 15 years now you know they still live in New Zealand I live in London and um, we've kind of lost a bit of touch but yeah send them a Christmas card so what would you say I mean obviously Richie's had his fingers burnt somewhat with his attempt (laughs) at trying to say hello would you urge anyone like who has been reluctant to top a step forward and make friends with someone on a train or a bus would you would you urge them to do that because a beautiful friendship can blossom Well, it worked for me, but I have to say these days I still catch a regular train. I know a lot of people in my carriage and I don't talk to any of them, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) As I get older. Swings and roundabouts. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Thursday evening, Andy Bush and Richie Firth, our wonderful show partners, Tesco Mobile, here to help in lots of ways this Christmas. Amazing value and savings so you can enjoy the latest tech. And all this week we've been playing the Tesco Mobile conveyor belt bonanza game. It's mm. been it's been fantastic. We we kickstart the belt, we reel off ten products. The more you remember and repeat back within twenty seconds, the more stuff you win. If you want to call now, you can. 0330-123-1215. Uh, Call to play 0330-123-1215. You've got five minutes to enter, so that's until 5.42. We're going to play next. Don't forget, however you do Christmas, everyone is welcome at Tesco Mobile. Which is great, but I, I'm still a little uncomfortable with this. I've been saying all week that it, the competition you've come up with does sound like another TV quiz that's out there. I, I've, I've, I've heard your allegations. It's just a little bit similar to as, it, do you as, know what I mean? As I've said, I've never watched the Generation game, so I, I, can't, I can't copy something I'm not familiar with. Well, do you know what? It's not just me, because Mike Swords from Western Supermare has sent in this message directly for you. I'm a big fan of Butch and Ricky's show, but I have to take issue with this new tech competition. You know, the one where Ricky names all them items going by on a conveyor belt. Surely I'm not the only viewer who thinks that this charade bears more than a passing resemblance to TV's Generation Game. Why, oh why, oh why, aren't there any original ideas on radio anymore? I'd love to hear Mr Firth's explanation of why it is so similar. I'm sure you'll be able to provide me with uh, Mike Swords, you say, yeah? Mike Swords. You give me that Mike Swords email and I'll reply back to him. I'll pass it over now, I'll be interested to see what you say. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Playing a game of the Tesco Mobile Conveyor Belt Bonanza. That's it. Game. Yes, good. Uh, on the line chosen to play at random is Alex. How are you? 
Hi, Anne. Good, thank you. We are very excited to crank up our belt for you. Uh, it, it, which is about to get... What? Yeah, just exactly what's, what's steady, happening. Thank just you. steady on. Alex, is it freezing cold where you are, by the way? Just checking in on you. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got a hat on today that somebody said I should have bought from Spet Savers because it looks like a dead cat to keep me warm. <laughs> OK, OK. OK, cool. I'm sure it looks good. Yeah. Uh, right, Alex, uh, what's going to happen is the uh, belt is going to get going in a second. Once it's up and running, going to shout out a total of 10 different tech items. You'll have 20 seconds to repeat back as many as you can. The more you remember, the more stuff you win. Does it make sense? It does, yes. Andy, crank it up. Here we go. Buttons over your side. There we go. Sat-nav. A waterproof e-reader. A voice-controlled speaker. A worldwide travel adapter. A smart plug with Wi-Fi. Samsung S9. A digital smoke alarm. Digital Polaroid camera. An external hard drive. Smart TV. Wow, it's pretty tricky, that, isn't it? Yeah, it is, right. OK, so, Alex, you've got 20 seconds. Good luck. Your time starts now. A Samsung S9, a smart TV, a sat-nav, a voice, Judy Watson, a worldwide smart plug, um, a, oh, God, something drive. Some um, Oh, quite my brain's gone. <laughs> smart TV, voice speaker, a waterproof... Um, Doody what's it? I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your time is up. Uh, Alex, well, as our producers count, my perception is you've got a lot of the big things there. A lot um, of the use of the word what's it <laughs> in place of actual tech name as well. OK, the judges have spoken. You've won yourself a sat-nav, a voice-controlled speaker, a worldwide travel adapter, wow. a Samsung S9 and a smart TV. Yes, thank you. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, oh, God, amazing. Yeah. Not bad to bit of tech, bit of uh, work for a Thursday night then, Alex, hey? No, that's amazing. Thank you. I've been trying all week. I've literally run home to try and get through, so brilliant. Oh, Thank well, you so much. Great to have you on. Must be the lucky hat. <laughs> <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Hosier missed a trick with that album. Take Me to Church, that song he should have called the album Tabernacle. <laughs> that's a, that wouldn't that that's be a good, good shout. It's a good shout. Or Gable, <laughs> or any other church play stuff. Yeah, uh, Thursday's home time. It's uh, it's Absolute Radio. Andy Bush, Richie Firth, still to come before we finish at seven tonight. If you're a fan of Suede, you could be joining us uh, for their studio session here at Absolute Radio. Tickets to be won. They could have called the album Body of Christ. <laughs> I'd have bought it. Now, listen, it's been quite a long day today, as you can probably hear as I slowly unravel <laughs> on air. You don't say. You don't say. I've had a lot of coffee today. I did the school run dead early, and then I kind of was out in central London for the rest of the day. And you just tire, don't you, as time mm. goes on during the working day. And the weird thing is, I find that you can't go in the office because it's so busy now in, in this place, isn't it? There's nowhere to sit. If you nowhere sit down, at all. If you sit down anywhere in this office, someone comes up to you and says, sorry, I've booked that seat, and you've got to get up again. <laughs> So I, I've been in about three or four different cafes during the course of the day. And you know what? Sometimes when you're having a long day, you're out and about for quite a bit of it. And maybe you're struggling. Maybe even you've got like a hangover or you're super tired or whatever. You just want somewhere to get away from it all. For, just mm. for a little bit. I don't mean all day. Just mean for a little bit just to gather your thoughts. Yeah. And the best I can do really is go and be in the loo for like 10 minutes. That's the best you get. That's the only solace there is around here. Bit of privacy. So, do you ever wish, though, sometimes, when you're really tired, that there was, like, hotels in different cities around the country or the world 
where they don't do rooms where people stay the night. They do rooms where you can just go there for just an hour to have a little sleep. <laughs> just have a kip, like a kipping pod. Right, look. Wouldn't that be good, though, Rich? That is a great idea. It's Wouldn't a it? great idea in uh, in its initial premise. Yeah. And I guess you could, for example, you know, like you've got the old uh, tanning booths. Uh-huh. And you've got the ones that sort of, like, close down. A little bit like a coffin, I'd imagine. Or a breville. Or a breville. Breville. A, a, a far nicer example. It is, I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, you could have sort of little sleeping pods like that, maybe, couldn't you? Well, that's a good point, because I don't want to get into the other side of the market where you hire a room by an hour. I don't want to get involved Well, there's in my problem. That. There's my problem with the whole thing. It get could get that. a little bit murky. Yeah, I don't want to know, do that. hiring that for an hour. If this is going to be a genuine business proposition for us, I don't want any get involved <laughs> in any of that stuff. But it would happen. That's the only side of things. So, you're right. Maybe if we do do these kipping pods or sleeping pods, napping pods, they have to be the Breville-style tanning booth thing. <laughs> yes. This is a genuine business opportunity. If anyone else would like to get in on the ground floor with me and Richie, this ain't a Ponzi scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme. This could make us all some serious cash. Get in touch now. 8, 12, 15. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, look, imagine this business idea that we've come up with really takes off and then we all make money together. How good would that be? We're we're trying to come up with a bit of an idea, a workshop in it, if you like. Wouldn't it be great if there were hotels, they did special hotels where you could pay just to have a little sleep, just to have some eyes shut for an hour? The idea in principle, brilliant. It's just got that slightly seedy fringe. We're trying to keep away from that and Richie's come up with a brilliant way to kind of cut that out really yeah. which is that when you do go for your one hour sleep or rent the room it's a Breville style sun booth that you yes, get in the sun it, tanning yeah. place yeah. this is perfect let's go to the phones and speak to Sam hi Sam hey how's it going good man tell us what your take on this is you've got to get a car you need a car you need that five minutes in the car head back letting the <laughs> letting it all drip down the back of your neck <laughs> <laughs> what do you do Sam tell us about your experience with this uh, I'm a choir master. I conduct choirs. Wow. Um, I drive all over London uh, getting people singing, and when I'm not doing that, I'm sleeping in a car park somewhere. <laughs> wow, it's weird, isn't it? You go, you go from kind of highbrow, do you know what I mean? Highbrow doing something yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, amazing, yeah. and then suddenly you're mouth agog in a car park completely asleep. That's it. My fear is that somebody who sings in my choir is going to walk past and see me kind of snoring with my mouth now, open. Now, <laughs> Sam, this is interesting. When I uh, sometimes pick the kids up from school on a Friday, I will uh, I will get down to Bournemouth uh, in plenty of time to be able to have a little snooze in the car. But yeah. they hate nothing more than arriving and seeing Dad asleep in the car. <laughs> All their mates fly catching, mouth open. And also, I have to hold my hands up, the smell of a sleeping person in a car is not good. It's not good, I bet. It's not good. <laughs> It's not great, no. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So he's kind of talked him around there. Swings and roundabouts. I love the way that they might have to explain to their friends that Daddy, no, Daddy does not live in the car. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hope you're having a good night. It's time to do this. The office of Hitler's Toilet has had to do a quick change today. I was all ready to tell you about a story about some bears that broke into a Toyota Prius and nicked 50 bars of chocolate meant for a school fundraiser. Legend! They punctured backseat cushions, uh, but insurance will pay up for the missing cushions 
and the missing chocolate. Do they sit in the back and eat the chocolate? They that's did. Like, yeah, it's, that's rubbing it's it, isn't it? It's like a proper nursery rhyme. Amazing. But I'm not going to tell you about that story. Really? Because I've got some great news. Yesterday, I told you about a bedazzled pigeon uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was found in Phoenix, in America, uh, with uh, a vest jewelled by uh, a rhinestone-studded vest. Yeah, his owner had put a little vest on it to make it that extra special. Because it loves its pigeon, but yeah. the pigeon had gone missing. Now, we had, I remember, just as I was signing off the computer at the end of the show, we had some people try and claim the pigeon as theirs, didn't I we? I know, I know. Which well, is outrageous. They were, they were just pretenders because the pigeon has been reunited with its owner. Oh. Uh, a lady called Marlette Ooh. and the pet pigeon, you'll never guess the name, it's got this jazzy vest and all this kind of thing. Its actual name, Olive. Oh, it's like an old lady. <laughs> I know. I love that. That's so cool. So, the jazzy vested pigeon has a home. It's good news, everybody. Do sleep well, don't have nightmares. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. There you go, another podcast in the bag. It leaves us on the very eve of quite a big head-to-head in 80s versus 90s tomorrow. I'm quite nervous about it in many ways. Why? Is that because you don't want to lose three on the trot? Three on the bounce, (laughs) I think my job would be... I'd be lucky, you know, getting a vote of confidence from the board. I think I would be in peril. My position would... In the papers, they would call me under-fire boss of 90s Andy Bush. (laughs) What I have heard intel on is that uh, some of the production team have looked at the songs that have been chosen for tomorrow... Okay. And they can't call it. Really? So it's too close to they call? They can't call it. Well, listen, make sure you're there to support 90s tomorrow. 90s. At five, at 90s. 90s. Sorry, support the 90s. <laughs> I do it for a tenner. Support the 90s tomorrow then, five o'clock. Make sure you get involved, all right? That's the end of the podcast.